Multiple agencies respond after two jet skis crash on a popular Austin Lake. Concern in California, millions of people on the West Coast brace for a once in a lifetime storm to make landfall. And the odds of a tropical depression in the Gulf of Mexico are increasing, as have our rain chances. We'll take you through the timing of some wet weather in first warning weather. First tonight, we are taking a live look now at West Lola Drive, where the Austin SWAT team is responding after gunshots were fired at a North Austin apartment complex. Police say someone is barricaded inside the complex. It is unclear at this point if there are any victims. This is a developing story. We'll have the very latest on KXAN.com. Also, several agencies, including Starflight, responded to a crash between two jet skis on Decker Lake early this afternoon. Four adults and one child were involved in that crash. And according to officials, at least two people were hurt. We're still working to get information on this ongoing investigation as well. Going in depth, just a week ago today, authorities say one person died and several others were hospitalized after a crash on Lake Travis involving a jet ski and a boat. It happened near Captain Pete's Boathouse on Lake Point Cove. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department says 14 people were on a pontoon boat and one person was on a jet ski when the crash happened. Four people on that boat and one of uh, four people on the boat were injured and one of the people on the boat was pronounced dead. Police are investigating a possible murder-suicide in Maynard at a home with children inside. It happened on Riparian Road just before midnight last night. When officers arrived, a woman was found outside with trauma to her body. Police found a man inside with a gunshot wound. Both people were later pronounced dead. It is not clear how many children were in the home, but we do know that police say family members came to get them. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Another hot day here in Central Texas today. We've been used to that. We're still at 105 now in Northwest Austin at the Palms Car Wash. We did have a few scattered clouds around here today, but didn't help us in the temperature department. 105 is where we are in Austin. You can see some areas as hot as 108 in Llano right now in our eastern counties close to 104 or 105 as well. And on clouds and radar, despite a few puffy clouds around, those are fading away and no rain coming out of those clouds will stay mostly clear as we head through your night tonight. 101 at 7, 96 at 9, still very warm at 11 o'clock tonight at 91 degrees. Here's what's coming up in first warning weather. Our fire danger is going to be increasing as we head back to work and school tomorrow. We'll show you the reason why. I've updated our rain chances for Tuesday and they've increased a little bit. We'll time out the arrival of some potential showers with a brief drop in heat that then gets hotter again later in the week. Let's get to this and take a live look now in San Diego, where we've been watching areas of rain and lower visibility thanks to the arrival of Tropical Storm Hillary. From San Diego, let's take you north to Huntington Beach, California, which you can see the waves crashing uh, there on the shore. We've even seen some people in the waves enjoying the surf, which of course is very dangerous. And farther north again, to Los Angeles, where the visibility there is lower as well as the rain continues to come down there too. So some significant uh, concerns there in California as they continue to deal with uh, the rain. Let's take you to the latest on Hillary. 
which is a tropical storm now after making landfall in northern Baja, California, which is in Mexico earlier on today. The wind speeds have dropped to 60 miles per hour, still bringing plenty of heavy rain uh, to portions of Southern California. It's expected to stay as a tropical storm as it moves inland here through early Monday morning before weakening significantly later in the day on Monday. The winds have been coming down, bringing the threat of power outages. Millions of people in the West Coast are in the thick of this once-in-a-lifetime storm. Tropical Storm Hillary, the first tropical storm to hit the area in nearly a century. While Hillary has been downgraded, there are still many concerns about all the rain and wind and how that region could cope with it. Residents in San Diego are preparing for the worst with city leaders taking an all-hands-on-deck approach to keep their city safe as the storm passes. This is something that we got a lot of practice doing over this most recent winter uh, that was uh, featured so many storms. Uh, but obviously we have not experienced something like Hillary uh, in this community for a very, very long time. This will be Southern California's first tropical storm in 84 years. And just some breaking news here. Uh, within the last half an hour, a 5.1 magnitude earthquake hit just northwest of L.A. No reports yet of any damage, but something we'll keep watching, Mike. Thanks, Nick. Closer to home, dozens of people attending a freshman orientation event at Prairie View A&M University had to be taken to hospitals with heat-related illnesses. It happened Friday at the campus northwest of Houston towards the end of the annual Panther Camp activities. 37 people were overcome by the heat. A university spokesperson says they reported symptoms of heat exhaustion. As the heat continues, the university is reminding students to monitor themselves and others for symptoms like high body temperature temperature, dizziness or fainting, confusion, and upset stomach. Well, the Texas Public Utility Commission is asking you to go light on the electricity today. Officials are asking Texans to reduce electricity use because of ongoing extreme temperatures and high power demand. That voluntary conservation notice is effective from 7 to 10 tonight. Although ERCOT is not experiencing emergency conditions, it is requesting all government agencies reduce emergency or energy use. According to the Public Utility Commission, ERCOT set an all-time unofficial peak demand record on August the 10th and an all-time weekend peak demand yesterday. Still to come, efforts to treat mental health issues in rural Texas, why it won't be an easy fix. And a little history lesson as freshmen gather at UT tonight, why the welcome bash is called Gone to Texas. Beat the he Mental health care treatment has long been lacking in much of Texas, but new investments from the state legislature will soon make getting help easier for many Texans, bringing hospitals closer to rural communities. Ryan Chandler shows us how leaders hope the latest measures could save time and lives. People are unhappy. People are unstable. There has been an upswing of mental health cases, and it's not going to get any better. As the Potter County judge, Nancy Tanner processes mental health patients for the 26 counties of the Texas Panhandle. But across nearly 25,000 square miles, she has no place to help them. These little cities, they don't have, they don't even have a psychiatrist in their town. I mean, most of them don't have a doctor. 
That will soon change after historic investments from the state. A new $159 million hospital is coming to Amarillo, adding 75 more beds for the Panhandle's mental health patients. You see this smile on my face? I cannot laugh it off. I'm so happy. It's part of an $11 billion investment, building 17 more hospitals across Texas. The largest single increase in behavioral health funding by any state legislature in U.S. history. Andy Keller's Meadows Mental Health Policy Institute is on a mission to bring Texas the best mental health care in the country. We're a long way away, but he says we're closer than ever as these physical investments couple with virtual care. It's actually easier today to get mental health care in rural Texas than ever. Part of that is because Texas, after the pandemic, really liked the experiment with telehealth and we protected all of those laws. Potter County's facility is still four years away, but Tanner says it's worth the wait to save her constituents the drive and some their lives. I'm extremely, extremely happy that the hospital is going to be built here. That was Ryan Chandler reporting. If you're looking for help with your mental health, Keller recommends to first talk to your primary care doctor. They can usually connect you with the right expert. And if you are in crisis, get emergency care by calling 988. The state also provides free same-day counseling for children. Just ask if your child's school offers the T-Chat service. Well, the state health department has launched a pilot program focused on treating opioid and other substance use in pregnancy. Data from the state's maternal and Mor mortality and morbidity review committee released in December shows substance use in what is one of the leading factors in pregnancy related deaths contributing to 8% of deaths across Texas. It's why the Texas Department of State Health Services is partnering with hospitals and community organizations to improve outcomes. We actually have a community partner track where the hospitals are going into their communities and they're looking at what those resources are locally so that we can really get the women the supports and services they need where they live. One of those partners will include Santa Maria Hostel in Houston. It's one of the largest substance use treatment centers for women, including those pregnant or parenting. The nonprofit is now expanding to Austin after seeing more women needing help. And you can access resources through the organization by the state health department by heading to KXAN.com and clicking on this story in the investigations section. We broke the record high at both of our Austin climate sites today, getting to 107 at Camp Mabry, the previous record on this day back in 1999 of 106. And a new record at the airport too, 107 there, the previous record of 105 from 1999. We've still got record heat ahead, but also some rain will track the arrival of some downpours and storms for some of us anyway in first warning weather. It's back to school season in Central Texas and some area schools and families are leaning into a more creative way to greet students. Austin Yard Cards first opened in 2014 to create interactive ways to celebrate birthdays, graduations and other festivities. The business saw a major boom during the onset of the pandemic in 2020 as in-person gatherings were limited. Well, now schools throughout the area are tapping into its services to create a memorable start to the school year. People are still really enjoying the cards because it's always a nice way to even do it for your own kiddo or send it as a gift to a friend. 
Austin Yard Cards also offers discounts for teachers and schools. For more details on this yard or the yard displays, including how the business is navigating an ongoing drought in Central Texas, check out digital reporter Kelsey Thompson's story at KXAN.com. The Longhorn class of 2027 rings in the start of a new chapter in their lives at the Gone to Texas event tonight. It starts at 8.30 on the University of Texas campus at the Tower on the main mall. UT calls it the largest welcome party on campus, featuring student speakers, some words from the university president, and fireworks to get students pumped up for the new school year. Gone to Texas is a long-standing tradition that's welcomed thousands of new Longhorns for years now. The university says the event's name harkens back to the 1820s when people looking for a new start began moving to Texas and carved three letters on their doors and their fences. GTT, gone to Texas. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. And let's get right to the map of Texas where we've got sunshine. Just a few clouds starting to trickle in now uh, well ahead of our area to watch that may turn into a tropical depression. It may not. Either way, it'll be bringing rain to parts of Texas and maybe some parts of central Texas here too. You can see more thunderstorms as this thing tries to get more organized here. You can see what our computer models do as it heads farther west over the Gulf of Mexico. A little bit of a strengthening, a little more circulation trying to show up as we head into your Monday afternoon and night. Generally, we'll be staying all dry here through Monday night with just the slightest storm or shower chance after midnight into Tuesday morning. Heaviest rain will miss us to the south, unfortunately. That's Tuesday morning there at 6 and you can see even the heaviest rain staying south of San Antonio. But as that rain starts to shift west, some of the outer bands of showers and storms try to clip central Texas here as we head into Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday evening, but then by Wednesday morning, our rain chances are back to about zero again. Let me give you more of a local view so we can time it out and give you some expectations and also manage your expectations a little bit. We want way more rain than we're gonna get here Tuesday, but we think we're gonna get some. This is Monday morning, just some passing clouds. Monday afternoon, the clouds start to thicken up a little bit. That'll allow temperatures to not be as hot tomorrow as what we had today. And then as we head into Tuesday, clouds thickening up. We'll call it a partly sunny day. Late morning, spotty showers and storms around. And then in the afternoon, the coverage starts to increase a little bit. We've upped our rain chances on Tuesday now to 40%, which still leaves most of us dry on Tuesday. But those that get rain may get a quick quarter inch or less. We do think most of us get under a quarter inch of rain. There could be some isolated pockets higher than that. The severe weather threat on Tuesday is very low, but you can see some of our southern counties, including Hayes, Caldwell, Fayette County, clipped there with a marginal one out of five severe weather threat. But generally, most of the stronger storms are going to stay well to the south of us, as that's where also the heavier rain will be. We should see some beneficial temperature lowering here as we head into Tuesday, not necessarily keeping us out of our triple digit stretch. I'm still going to maintain 100 for the high in Austin on Tuesday, although if that turns into a 99, then we can finally break our triple digit streak. But then the heat builds soon after that. Tonight's forecast, mostly clear to partly cloudy, overnight lows of about 80. Our day tomorrow, it's another hot one, but the wind picks up tomorrow ahead of 
Tuesday system. And unfortunately, with the increasing wind tomorrow and still very dry air, that's going to increase our fire danger significantly tomorrow. So with dangerous fire conditions, the National Weather Service has already issued a red flag warning for the fire weather tomorrow from 1 in the afternoon until 9 in the evening. So go ahead and do your best once more uh, to protect uh, yourself from developing even accidentally uh, a fire that could cause some problems. There's your 40% rain chances Tuesday. Then it's back to dry and hot again, but we do have a 10% rain chance next Sunday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Well, the Dallas Cowboys are 0-2 in preseason. No need to panic, obviously, from the record. Preseason is, is about improving and staying healthy. The coaching staff can judge the improvement part of things. We sure won't, but some bad news as far as health. Someone that has really caught the eye of defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is rookie DeMarvion Overshone, third-round pick from the University of Texas. Halfway through the first quarter in last night's preseason game, makes a tackle showing that athleticism, but... Yeah, does not get up. A leg injury that did not look good. There was good news later. He was seen walking under his own power to tunnel, but online the speculation appears to be a torn ACL, that first being reported by the Dallas Morning News. He did tweet today, still blessed, so hoping for the best for DeMarvion. To soccer. Many of us expected the U.S. women's national team to be competing early this morning in the FIFA Women's World Cup Final. Alas, they cannot get out of the round of 16. Let's get to that championship this morning. England and Spain both looking for their first ever title. What an atmosphere down under. We'll start in the 29th minute. A little pass here to Olga Carmona. Left-footed strike into the corner and goal. This has been a low-scoring tournament at times, so would that be enough? She's a big fan of Adidas, apparently. Wanted to show that off. Anti-Nike, apparently. Down under. one nothing. still Spain in the 115th minute. That corner, no good for England. The celebration waiting. There it is. And Spain wins their first ever World Cup final. College soccer, Texas eyeing their first home win of the year after winning at Long Beach State. 3-0 in the second half. Trinity Byers had three goals already. Here she is with an assist to Lexi Misimo. Just dominant are the Horns on this Sunday afternoon. They win 6-0 in the heat. They're 2-0 next versus LSU Thursday. Still to come, more soccer. Austin FC back in action with a rematch from their season opener. Why this one's pretty important. Coming up next. Welcome back. The last time we saw Austin FC in action, a pair of 3-1 losses in League's Cup to Liga MX squads that had them with some time off for Austin FC. Just over three weeks without playing. In that time off, the big news was the trade of Diego Fagundes. That sent some fans into a bit of a tizzy. Now is to get back, back in action this evening against St. Louis SC. It's a rematch from that first game when St. Louis is SC's first ever game, and they won at Q2 Stadium. This time off for Austin FC, it's been long. Man, they've played a lot of soccer here in the first half, and it seems to have treated the Verde and Black pretty well. A little bit of everything, to be honest. I think there's that side of it. The recovery for, for many of our players. I think the injured guys desperately needed to get healthy. I think, you know, the players that have been logging the minutes. Um, obviously, this is a chance to get a break. You don't get many breaks in our league, so we, we gave them a couple uh, a couple periods where they had three days off um, so they don't lose too much conditioning. But uh, on the field, we worked at both ends of the field. In the world of baseball, Rangers looking to avoid the sweep against Milwaukee. Corey Seager here with his team down. Shoots that one to the State Farm side and right center into the bullpen. That was the good news. They were down 
just to run after that. But Milwaukee just too much in this one. They take down the Rangers here. This is a Tyrone Taylor plating two here with his double. And the Rangers get swept at home by the Brewers. That's the bad news for the Rangers. The good news for them is the Astros were trying to avoid a sweep as well to the Mariners at home. And Eugenio Suarez making sure that sweep would indeed happen. 4 nothing Mariners. Astros are trying to come back, but not enough. They both get swept here on the weekend. We'll be right back after this.